This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll pay off shopping with Jake and Tyler. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Episode 126, I think. I could be wrong. 125.5. We're doing a half? Well, we're just doing a review of the Godzilla minus one. Godzilla minus one, and you're going to just give it a half? Wow. Wow. I think it is 25.5. Sorry. That's real. Yeah, you're right. 25.5. But uh, this isn't your usual <laughs> episode. It is a half mm. episode mm. because we're just doing the review and we have a special guest. Well, what was uh, really, really cool was, um, yeah, we have a special guest uh, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know who that is when they when we get, uh, get them on. But uh, what was really cool is you, Jake, texted me, hey, do you want to go see Godzilla? I figured you wanted to see And then it. our special guest texted me literally within five minutes of that. I can't remember which one of you guys texted first. <laughs> but within five minutes saying, hey, I want to be on the podcast to talk about Godzilla minus one. Yeah. Like, within five minutes. And I was like, well, that's got to happen. I mean, fate has decreed it so. So uh, here we go. Yeah, let's We're going to call our special guest. Get it, get it going here. We're not sure. Our special guest, reviewer, yes, none other than Tyler's brother, Carter. How are you doing, hey. Carter? I'm doing very well. Um, happy Sunday. Yeah, it's a good Sunday. Um, so I was uh, telling, so here, a couple things. We got a lot to unpack here, but first things first, Jake okay. has never seen a Japanese-produced <laughs> Godzilla movie, which um, I, I don't know about you, Carter, but uh, to me... That like when I think about that, I think about like the Toho's from like the seventies and eight or the sixties, seventies, um, mm-hmm. with like the you know the guy in the suit and the miniatures and and, all, and the Mothra and the mecha, you know all those. This is a lot different. It's still a Japanese produced Godzilla movie. Godzilla minus one is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's different because it's it's a lot more advanced. Um, just kind of technically than than the ones that you and I grew up on. So. Um, what what could we tell him about those movies um, that that we grew up on? Well, um, so I think, uh, yeah, I mean, they're definitely the, the the special effects, the filmmaking techniques are are way more advanced. Um, yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, but I think that that the spirit is still there, right? I mean, it's yeah. Um, very much uh, in the in the same formula as I would argue almost all of them. Yeah, <clears throat> because you know there's there's this definite. Um, I, I think you know you go back all the way to the original, and mm. that one had uh, you know the reliance on on the monster yeah. right as as an element of the story. You know, people will say, "Well, gosh, it's if you if you you know say, hey, I'm going to watch Godzilla,' and you see, it, and it's like he's in it for 15 minutes, right? right. Um, so I think that's still there, right? I mean, it's it's not that 
my dinner with Godzilla, right? Now, we're just <laughs> yeah. sitting around with them and chatting for, you know, two hours. It's well it's like Jaws. It's, it's it, yeah. And I think especially this one, um, real quick, mm. uh Jaws is, is probably like a really a really great example of, of how they use um Godzilla, right? The monster. Yeah. Uh, so So yeah. um real quick I wanted to point that out because I, I did there is once you see Godzilla in the in the front of the movie, um, you know the first iteration kind of. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a long stretch of no Godzilla, right? I don't know if you noticed this, Jake, but there was like a family of like six. Yeah. That came in like right when the movie was starting, and I'm pretty sure they walked out of the movie. Did you see all that? No, they didn't walk out. They walked out at the end, like when it was pretty much over. Are you sure? They didn't see the very end of it, but they they watched it. Huh. Because I, I, I really, I, I felt like I was looking at that and what I perceived as people walking out. And I was like, and like five minutes later, Godzilla comes out and it's like, you guys fucking really screwed up here. Like, no, I, it was great. after he had, spoilers by the way. Yeah, sorry. For this review. Yeah. It was after the end of the movie where he, okay. the, it was at the end of the final I'm flight. glad they didn't walk out because um, I, mean, I could, you know. Yeah, real quick. So this is my first Japanese Godzilla. Yep. Um... I'd I'd only known the American versions, including the Matthew Broderick <laughs> the, one. You gotta understand, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Carter. The Matthew Broderick mm -hmm. one was coming out when I was a kid, and I liked it because I didn't know any better. I went and saw it in the theater, <laughs> man. It was supposed to be. I was telling Jake how it was supposed to be like that big the 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 big summer tent pole that year, mm. and huge huge marketing dollars, huge and just bombed like just a bad not a, not a good Godzilla yeah. movie. No. What was um, your take on that one? My take? Yeah, on that one so long ago. I don't even uh, remember. Well, well, well I mean, Yokiro Yo Godzilla, right? Yeah. <laughs> that Taco Bell dog. That's all I one. think of, yeah, when I think of that. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. So here's here's a good example of how, you know, the it, it, when I was um, living in Iowa City, I was working at a small uh, independent weekly, The Icon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I, I, I was writing reviews for them, and I... Got an, a chance to see Godzilla in advance, and I said, "I'm going to write a review. I'm a Godzilla fan," and nice. and I I unloaded on it, and I I gave it <laughs> just a, a, a whooping right in my review, <laughs> and so then some time passes, like not you know maybe a week or whatever, mm -hmm. and a bunch of my friends were like, "Well, we want to see it," and I said, oh, "Okay, I'll go again." Right, and I watched it with them, and there was this kid. Yeah couple rows ahead of us and and you know spoilers for the people who haven't seen the you know that's Ferris 30 Bueller years versus old versus godzilla right? yeah the movie has yeah. been out for 20 years <laughs> uh, a couple of rows ahead of us is this kid probably about you know my age when i first saw star wars for the first time okay and when godzilla gets killed on the on the brooklyn bridge yeah. i think it's the brooklyn bridge yeah um he's just crying just <laughs> It's as, it's like the worst day ever for him, and I and I felt like the biggest asshole after that. I it's, said, it, and I stopped writing reviews. I said, that's it, I'm done. I <laughs> I became, I became the the people that I hated when I was that age, mm. who who took a, a dump on movies that I loved. Um, the the 98 version is is not good, mm -mm. Um, but it's entertaining, and it and I think that if you're a, a certain age or audience that mm. you can appreciate it for what it is it's a giant monster movie and those things 
resonate with a, a, you know a large number of people for different reasons but I, I i can't i try very hard not to take the wind out of somebody's sails if they like something yeah <laughs> especially when it's something so innocuous as a monster movie right it's right uh, not well, life and death, and if you want to like it and reassess it later, that's your business. Well, it's um, it's funny that yeah. you say that because about the crying at the '98 movie. Because <laughs> did you cry? Uh, no, no. Well, I was gonna I was tying it back to this one with minus one, where I I was genuinely thought it was a very heartfelt movie, and mm. I was I didn't like full on cry, but I teared up at the end of the movie because I was just like. It's kind of a novel idea to think that, well, if it's a monster movie, we have to focus on the monster. And mm-hmm. I'm not taking away what Warner like what Warner Brothers and Legendary has done with those current Godzilla movies. I like them. Yeah, I think they're Kong fun. Kong vs. Godzilla was awesome. It was summer popcorn fair, and I loved every second of it. But I, I think that Legendary and Warner Brothers needs to understand that they this is a huge sign to them be like you need to step your game up because yeah. this movie had so much heart and humanity in it that i was like i cannot believe this is in a godzilla movie because i had never experienced it again my only experience is that broderick 98 movie and, and then what legendary has been doing mm-hmm. so this was a totally it was almost like a completely different experience for me because again i've never seen a japanese godzilla movie mm. and i have a feeling this is pretty common like the japanese godzilla movies have a lot more heart in them than people give them credit for yeah and it it, yeah. it varies right so like the the yeah i mean and i and i agree with what you're saying you know i i think um there's definitely an emotional core to this movie mm. um but it's one of the things that I, I I took away from it, thinking about it and talking to some people was, there's a level of camaraderie that happens with the characters. Yeah. Where we get to kind of know them a little bit more than you know people standing in a room and talking about a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is happens with almost a, a lot of these. Yeah. It's almost every monster movie ever, right? Yeah. It's here's the thing and let's figure it out. Yeah. How like, do we no, kill it? Have, yeah. This is going to be a, a scene where they're um, trying to figure out what they're going to eat next week. Right. Um, or they're breaking bread with the, the crew of the of that little boat. Right. Yeah. Um, and just small things like that endear you with the characters. I mean, the acting was, was phenomenal too. But, yeah. Um, a lot of times when, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, I shouldn't say it's hard, but you know, that's where they <clears throat> don't have that level of detail. And then you say, well, I don't really care what happens to the people mm. because they're just there to, you know, window dressing, take, take up space until the monster shows I th- up. And I, and I thought it was so smart to place it after World War II. Mm. And mm. because, and you know, Tyler and I were talking about this before we started recording because uh, we just saw it together. Where it's like, if anybody tries to say that the reason why this movie is good is because it's not political and it's not woke, you didn't watch. They the movie. didn't watch the same movie <laughs> I did because this right. movie is anti-government. We, we, yeah. It's anti-war. It it talks about um, how governments continue to fail us in every way. And like the whole point of this movie were that citizens did it. Yeah. Citizens killed it. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's such a fucking and cool, powerful message for for this movie. That speech alone at the end, uh, right before they get going, or at the end of the presentation where the doctor says, you know, this country has been too, you know, cheap with lives. And, yeah, you know, one. let's <laughs> let's do this without sacrificing one life. And you could tell that re- resonated with that Koichi character, Shikishima. Uh, Shikishima. It's because it looks like Shikishima, but the way they pronounce it is like Shikishima or something. It's very quick or whatever. But the main character, basically, the kamikaze pilot who didn't do the kamikaze. And, you know, that's that's part of it is is just how much it was talking about. We we can't talk about Godzilla movies and the loss of life in World War II and the kamikaze pilots and everything, and we can't talk about that without talking about the connection between the atomic testing, the bombs dropped on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and and how Godzilla came out of that in the Japanese kind of um, yeah. um, worldview, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Carter, do you want to kind of explain a little bit like how um, you know? Godzilla kind of came to be to the best of your recollection because it does have a lot to do with the the atomic bombs and like you know in the original story I think we, we awakened him or something but can you give a little bit more of that? Oh well, yeah, I mean I, you know the first the first Godzilla movie definitely was an allegory for the horrors of of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm. right? I mean it was definitely um, that, but it, there's also a subtext in there where. Um, in some circles, you know, scholars have looked at it and said, Godzilla is actually a punishment from the divine. Yes. Mm-hmm. For, for the waging war of, yeah. of Japan, right? Yeah. Uh, because they, they, they feel like they let their emperor down. He was, you know, this is their, their, um, their punishment. It wasn't, it wasn't just that, you know, atomic bombs are bad. It was, this is what we're getting for, for doing what we did. Yeah. Um, and so I think that there's, there's always been kind of that undercurrent for at least some of it, right? When, mm-hmm. when you get later on in the, in the, in the filmography, right? You yeah. see, um, go from allegory of, of terror and, and war, the horrors of war and the, the scope of descri- destruction, right? Yeah. Uh, you get into things where it's, there's aliens and there's, you know, uh, black hole monsters and, right. and stuff like that. Hedera and, and, yeah, and King yeah, Hedera, and, yeah. And there's, and the people say, oh, well, then the political message becomes diluted and, and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, I think one of the things that, that I disagree with that is that Godzilla is at this stage in, in our, our world, he's a legacy character. Yeah. And, all legacy characters have a time and a place mm-hmm. that that you that you can sit there and go 50, 60, 70 years later and say, well, this isn't any good, right? Yeah. And I think that's bullshit because that's <laughs> that's like that's hindsight and then that's also an insult for the people that made those movies at those times, right? Right. Um is Godzilla a superhero? Yes. Is Godzilla a allegory for the horrors of war? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is Batman the grim? Yes. Is he Adam West? Yes. Is James Bond a uh, 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 Jason Bourne-like spy? Yes. yes. Is yeah. he a superhero? Yes. Mm. Robin Hood. Um, Jesus Christ. Superhero. I mean, it's 
I mean, well, you, you so, get long enough. You get long enough in the, in the, in the in the thing, and what it becomes is a reflection of the world that is at that time, right? right? Um, so if you look, if you go back to Shin Godzilla, which came out in two six two thousand sixteen, yeah, um, that was very much a a reflection of how they were looking at the world. Um, just five years after the nas- the disasters of of 2011, where they had the tsunami, the tsunami yeah. well, earthquake, so on, you know, and, and the the legend, well, the legendary stuff. I was just going to say, you talk about reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people talk about the legendary Godzilla movies is that yeah, he is more of like a superhero because that's what's selling right now, and that's why Godzilla versus Kong was this big big and we granted we had seen it before but this was yeah. like their big civil war this is our version of godzilla well, when they team Kong. up when they team up to when they finally do team up to beat mecha godzilla in that movie it's it's not on the level of uh hey uh captain america just you know caught thor's hammer type of movie moment but it is a you know all right kick ass you know awesome yeah. um and, well and, there is yeah. that there is that but there's also an element of there's still things happening right yeah. So if you go back to 1971, mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, Godzilla yeah. versus Hydra, right? Yep. Um, a very, very, very political movie. Yeah. Almost. Um, where it's like because the the whole idea is that this alien thing has come from outer space and it's come to our planet and it's eating off of our pollution. Yes is is such a powerful message in the way that they've done it it's it's almost like an art house film and so that's why i talk about like legacy so you think about the 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 film movement and style and and perception Mm -hmm. of the 70s right yeah 60s and 70s it was very much experimental filmmaking Mm -hmm. um the new wave cinema all that stuff right so you get to now and legendary legendary shows up so we're gonna make a godzilla movie well the first one in 2014 mm. um, had such a amount of, um, you know, again, the 2011 tsunami. I mean, there's a scene in Hawaii that, you know, shows the destructive nature of that type of thing. Uh, but there, it was also very steeped in, like, our age of super disasters that we live in now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Katrina, um, 9-11, uh just you know mass catastrophic ecological impacts and how people deal with them and even i would say godzilla versus kong Mm -hmm. um how there's this company called apex and they've pretty much been doing whatever they want they're like Mm -hmm. boston dynamics right they're they're making ais and and killer robots and everybody's just like well you know they have this whole thing with commercials and it's like it's very much Elon Musk, yeah, or mm. Steve Jobs, and it's like, well, okay, that's that's a political statement that's right. still now now does it necessarily quote unquote work? Mm. That's yeah, up to that debate. could be argued. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't think that they. I mean, obviously they're they're making entertainment at this level uh, with those movies, but anyway, um, not soapbox, but I, I think. <laughs> Yeah. When they sit down and say, "What are we? What story are we going to tell? Who are the bad guys?" Yeah. The bad guys are us. Yeah. Again, and um, anyway, that's that happens almost throughout every movie. One of these movies. Ultimately, there's a human being or human beings mm-hmm. that have done something stupid and evil and wrong. Hubris and it's unleashed, yeah. unleashed a thing. Yeah. 
and and done a thing. It's made things worse for people. Yeah. Um. Uh, one one last thing before we get to the actual yeah. movie that we're talking about. Uh, Twenty minutes into the review. <laughs> hey, listen. No, listen. Yeah. Before we so got, broader conversation. Hang on. Listen. Yeah. I I knew that when we were going to do this with Carter that I wanted to unpack a lot of the Godzilla mythos and how it relates to Japan's um, culture, uh, especially after World War II and how it changed. It shifted dramatically the attitudes of the Japanese people from you know pre-war. Uh, you know, we are the strongest and the mightiest and everything to basically almost meek almost. And then they just, and, and if you will, they kind of thought, Hey, uh, we, there's another way that we can, you know, conquer the world and it's through innovation. And that's where, you know, in the eighties and stuff, they all talked about how, you know, uh, all mm. the Japanese products and everything, cause they were, they were superior products. Um, but, but n- neither of that, just one quick uh, thing about mm-hmm. legacies, uh, we've talked about Captain America before and how it's now, what, uh, 70 years after World War II now? Um, mm-hmm. And how you really can't take Captain America, no matter how long it's been since World War II, I don't know, you know, in 100 years what that's going to be like, but I think you almost cannot do Captain America without putting him in World War II. You just have to make the suspended animation however long it needs to be. You can't really do him in Vietnam. You can't really do him in Korea because World War II was the last, quote-unquote, righteous war that we fought. Good guys versus bad guys. Would you agree with that, Carter? Well, I think, think, yeah, I mean, there is that, but I think there's also the... the, the spark right yeah I mean, it's 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 bruce wayne and his parents go to the movie theater uh yeah. or go to cesaro or whatever it is that they do right yes yeah. uh krypton explodes captain america is a result canon of, event yeah it's a canon event. Yeah, <laughs> it's a canon event yeah <laughs> right so um but i think one of the things that people have been doing lately with captain america is that they've been talking about okay maybe it wasn't such a great thing mm. Um, with the introduction of a character like Isaiah Bradley, right? Yes. Where they said, okay, the super soldier serum was developed and used and tested on, you know, black soldiers. And Without airmen. their knowledge, yeah. You know, like the Tuskegee experiments. You yeah. know? So, I mean, you can still add something new to it that makes it relevant to us. But, yeah, you kind of have to... <clears throat> I mean, what what was the thing that they said? Captain America has been out of since been in animation. Yeah. In the comic books, longer than than he was in it. There's, then, yeah, and 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 so this man out of time. I mean, there's a point where <laughs> um, you're right. You know, a hundred years. You know, from his origin. You know, to 2041. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be kind of hard to, for for this fish out of water yeah. thing to happen Maybe as effectively be, as it does. It'll be time for a crisis so, on infinite earth from Marvel at 2041, I guess. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. but so, anyway, yeah. So like this movie, how this whole thing comes together, like story wise, I think again, is such a fascinating uh, portrayal of the character where it's like you, you again, having no prior experience with this, I really felt like this movie, you were talking about how, you, when you think about it, it was created as like, yes, what we talked about, like a, a immoral thing. Like this was a, a, a punishment for war and fighting and all this other stuff. But we're seeing it take such pride and care with this movie because they turned him into what he originally was or what 
it was, which is this horror character. Force for destruction. He, yeah. When Godzilla is on screen, it is terrifying. Oh, when shit, Godzilla yeah. is on screen and does <laughs> shit in this movie, it is incredible. Like the, I got to just talk about the visual effects. The eyes. The eyeballs drove me insane because they were actual eyeballs. I can see his eyes. So I can see right. his intent. Yes. And it's incredible and how much eyes make a difference. Like when that big warship, like they're doing the decoy, and then it just flies across the bay. It? Like, oh my the, god! The uh, decoy team has been destroyed. And like, <laughs> holy shit! I, I got to be honest, Carter. Like, one of the things, um, I, you know, I I'm not as into Godzilla movies as like say you are. We grew up with them and everything, but I don't think I got as much out of them as you did. But this movie. Um, when like when his you know when his fucking spikes start coming out you know and oh everything oh my gosh when they do the atomic breath holy right? crap dude aren't you just like oh fuck yeah you know and <laughs> and and so i mean I, that's one thing that this movie did for me more than any other one any other godzilla movie or iteration is that it made me like go when he was on screen or when he was uh, you know basically being godzilla it was like yeah you know yeah you know just just jazzed as hell and it was like this is this is great but then you remember like oh wait he's actually he's killing like a lot of people but that's the thing that's the thing I noticed is this movie makes life so important Mm -hmm. and that's such a good message for a movie like this you know what I mean and you Mm -hmm. don't see fucking superhero movies deal with it this way and it's like this is a like this was so crazy about it this is a great example of how you can interpret destruction and interpret actual stakes and loss yeah every time right when the mechanic touches him at the end and tells him i made an ejection seat and says live i everybody that had to deal with the war just says live yes living is enough like, that's fucking powerful. Within 10 minutes, honestly, you just want to be like, hey, Koichi, fucking lighten up, dude. <laughs> Jeez. I like, hated that when, guy. When are you, you going to notice that this beautiful woman, like, wants to be in your life and you basically have a daughter together? I mean, just, you know, like, lighten well, up. But then you're like, I, mean, I wasn't in that. But he, so. has, he has a great line in there, though, but he yeah. says, my war is not over. Yeah. it's Yeah, I mean, um, it works you know, for the character. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that was one of the powerful messages that I took out of it was the, you know you talk about the stakes and everything is mm. um, and, and we've had this in, in several a lot of the movies actually where they've talked about um, the aftermath or the, the, the post the PTSD yeah. of an experience like this and, mm-hmm. and, and this one I think it, it they spent a lot more time on it yeah. with the, the main character and um, yeah, you, you know, lighten up a little bit, but then at the same time, I think right. about, you know, some of the, you know, what we see, you know, in our, in our modern lens of, of when people are traumatized by something like this. Yeah. I also didn't um, see like, yeah, yeah, what he saw. How, how do you, how do you, the, the, the guilt of, of, you know, for what he thought he had done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the survivor's honest, guilt you know, and the, yeah. Survivor's yeah. guilt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he. Um, as soon as they, they, they said, Hey, I've got an idea. Do you have a plan? I'm like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, he's going to, he's going to do the kamikaze or he's going to fulfill his, his legacy he's yeah. gonna to earn his honor. And, and, and as far as the ejection seat, I, I thought it was interesting that it was a German ejector seat. Yeah. Huh. Cause huh. You, there's a little label on it. It was like, 
Yes. It was it was uh it oh, was wow. a phonetic alphabet. I noticed that too. It wasn't Japanese wow, writing. What a catch. Yeah. Right. So he's using um, like old Axis scraps, which is probably awesome. Yeah. Probably, like that's yeah. such but, a cool but, attention to detail that you wouldn't think about. Yeah. That that plane, so I am sitting there watching that and they go into the warehouse um and they and they say, Hey, um we got a plane for you and I'm like, Oh, what is it gonna be? It's gonna be like a biplane or something. That's what I thought too. Something. Right. <laughs> and no, it's this thing that looks like, oh man, they made made something up. Um and no, that that was a real plane. They actually developed that as uh, they built four or five of them. Yeah. Uh, it was built to as they said in the movie, to intercept bombers for the invasion that never came. Mm-hmm. Um so hmm. it was a real thing, which I I think was a cool little detail that afterwards I, cause I was like, God, was that, what, was that a real thing? Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the, the sacrifice. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was a, uh, to live for your country, to live for your future. I oh, think it was yeah, the that message. message that, yeah. To the know. kid. Yeah. They're building this for the future. Or we're like, leaving the future to you as they walk away and he's screaming at him. Take me with you. It's on, it's yeah. on us to make the future better. Like dude. Right. And again, in a, Freaking Godzilla movie. Right. We're getting these themes. We're dealing with postpartum de- uh, po- uh, PTSD. Yeah. We're dealing right. with with this, and like on top of that, there's some amazing shots of this giant Godzilla. Like do, the first sh- the first scene mm-hmm. when Godzilla shows up, and they do that shot, uh, almost like a it looks like it's you're, ma- like you're a one up. take. Yeah, you're looking. It's a up. single take of Godzilla biting that mechanic, throwing him up in the air, and the camera follows the body while. The body flies in the background. Godzilla's in the foreground, and you're underneath it. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. that shot's insane. Yeah. Like, that's so good. Um, one, one, one thing that, uh, just to kind of touch on the larger themes and everything, when he first gets back to his home and he notices everything's bombed, I want to say Sumiko, the lady who babysits for Akiko. And just... Gave him so but, much but shit she, when he got she gives him a bunch of shit for not fulfilling his destiny, and it's cowards like you that caused us to lose and everything like this, right? Yeah. After that first attack in Ginza, and he's just wrought with guilt, isn't he thinking about, if I had only taken that shot on Odo Island, maybe like all these people are dead because I, I didn't, I, I let the creature live and it became this? You know, I mean, well, that's, I a, that's a second... And it goes that's a second. Yeah, right. That's a second uh, example of like, hey, you fucked up, man. Like, so, this, um, just kind of yeah. like that little that little um, scene between those two, kind of towards the beginning, is mm-hmm. is almost a, um, a a microcosm of the entire movie and the message as a whole. If yeah. you think about it. Yeah. No, it was that was. Um, but you know, one thing that that I thought about too was, does he. You know, he obviously has guilt, right? If mm. I'd have done the thing, things would have been better. But yeah. I think also he he opts not to fulfill his mission at the beginning of the movie, right? He yeah. says, I, "I this is I'm not going to do it." And you think, well, think, well, he's a coward. It's like, no, he's smart. Yes, because he knows that it's not going to mean shit. And if he does, and so yeah, fulfill his mission, right? Go ahead. Yeah, then it would have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered because. Days later, they, they surrendered, right? Right. And, um, and on top of that, when Godzilla does finally come and everything, you know, he, he wouldn't have been there to do the kamikaze almost yeah. thing at the very at end. The end so, yeah. so he when kills he, it in the end, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. when he's on Odo Island, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy says, hey, go shoot him with your gun. Right. He sits there and he, he goes, well, I, I know how these guns work. These guys are mechanics. Yeah. 
right? They're they're not soldiers. And they even say so. They're like, yeah, well, that's why, why you need you know, to we, shoot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I think he goes. You know, obviously he he freezes a little bit. Yes. But I think it's also like the knowledge of of what's going to happen. Um, it's not cowardice. It's it's intelligence. Yeah. And um, I think that that's something that carries throughout the movie too, where they say we're going to beat this with brains instead of brawn. Because uh, Braun hasn't, hasn't worked, right? They sent the 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 to the one battleship after it, which is a cool oh, fucking sequence. The sequence where he's chasing yeah. their boat. Oh yeah. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. And it's the <laughs> eyes. I'm telling you, it's the eyes. The fact that I could see this monster's eyes make it even more scary because I see his eyes of intent. Real you know quick, what I mean? um, real quick, Carter. Um, I, yeah. I, I remember, I want, I want to say in the 90s, uh, Dark Horse brought back a Godzilla comic book or they started doing one. And one of the uh, iconic kind of images from that was the Art Adams cover. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I don't know about you, but... That Godzilla in minus one looks exactly, or vice versa, the one, or he's just a really mm. incredible artist. But I really liked that. Helped me a lot to to get into this movie, because you know one thing we do gotta mention: Godzilla has changed his look many, 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 many. Yeah, I mean, times. there's very much, th- but but yeah. that helped me get back into the movie and get back into Godzilla. Was that it was a recognizable iteration. I mean, talking about the 98 movie, that was unrecognizable to me. What the yeah. hell is that? It's a big lizard right. and, you know, so yeah. I mean, even the new, the legendary one, he definitely looks, the joke online was that he was chonky because he looked bigger than, <laughs> well, but to be fair, this Toho version, he got some thick thighs, well, though. Come he, on now. Thick, I was thinking about that. Yeah, He's Carter. a thick boy. I was thinking about that, too, where he's his entire lower body is, like, really, really big, right? And why? Because he's swimming underwater. Yeah. And let's yeah. let's think about this too. When he's like up in the water during a lot of these ocean he's not scenes, standing. Yes, no, he's treading water, right? He has yeah. to be. There's he's not tall enough, yeah, right? His feet are kicking underwater. Right. So yeah. yeah, of course he's got gigantic thighs. I mean, he could, you know, yeah. Yeah, but. he's he's a he's a leg swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, one thing I, I will say about uh, this iteration, um, uh, so so you know I watched. I watched them all. Watched them <laughs> more than a few times, right? Um, and almost every one of them, it's like, oh yeah, Godzilla's here. That's all right. Even yeah. even the 1954 version, yeah, where there's a certain amount of dread permeates, right? The kind of the horrific nature of it. It's and it is very spooky and effective, especially in black and white. Oh yeah. Um, but this one was probably one of the first times that I've seen a Godzilla movie where I said, I want this fucker to leave. I yeah, want right? him out here because... It was it's, awful. It's, <laughs> it was awful, yeah. Um, and, 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 and kind of an asshole. I mean, right? one of the first truly, truly, like, and not just a wild monster or wild animal kind of like villainy, yeah. quote-unquote villainy, right? But like Jaws. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, again, back to comparing that to that movie where it's like... You know, you could say maybe there's a prequel motivation thing where it's like, oh, you know, somebody called him a, a, a bad name when he was a little kid, and that sort of motivates him to be a jerk. But he shows up on Odo Island, and he just starts yeah. stomping ass, right? Just for no reason. And just was like, no was like I'm going to fuck these guys up. That's it. I was going to yeah. take a nap, but you assholes are here. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. 
and 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 there was there was you know so there's a sequence in the movie that he he has that nightmare where he's yeah. Godzilla's kind of come to his home, um, and I and there was almost like this this brief mo- moment where I thought, oh God, it's gonna be a thing where it's like a like a, a curse or yeah. some sort of supernatural thing. Yeah. Where it's like he's always there when they think when he comes and, and it's like a, a nightmare that's come to life. Mm. Um and there is one of there was a a Godzilla movie from the two thousands that kind of touched on that supernatural where Godzilla's the villain mm. in, in capital V, right? Yeah. And um it's God Godzilla of uh Mothra, King Ghidorah, mm. all monsters attack, where Godzilla is actually the embodiment of all the deceased soldiers from World War II. Oh my God. He's a ghost. He's essentially a ghost. Jesus. Come to life. Like a phantasm. <laughs> wow. And, and it's, and it's, and there's a lot of uh, really horror elements involved in that. Hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, God, he's such an asshole. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he it's like there's no reason that he has to bite that train. The train didn't do nothing. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. But that says so much about the writing of this movie and how important it is. And I, I was so wrong about these movies because the American versions of these movies is their characters suck, so I don't care. So I'm like, I don't care. Get to the monsters. Yeah. And I was really impressed with how well this movie made me made the humans matter and made me care and I was like oh that's really how you do it I'm mm-hmm. thinking it all wrong because like you were saying every time Godzilla is on screen I'm excited because I'm like oh shit I'm waiting for the cool effects but at the same time dude when he shoots his atomic breath oh and seeing that level of destruction and then to see that amazing visual of him standing and seeing all that stuff crushing and then him letting out another large like growl and then seeing all the black come down I, I was like, just oh, I was, was just so going to say um yeah. kind of wrapping it up and everything a little bit but uh to kind of wrap it up I would like to say that my favorite Godzilla moment in this movie was when he's walking away after he just has just curb stomped Ginza mm-hmm. and he's just walking away and Koichi's sitting there and he's looking at him and you see that black fallout above yeah, that's Godzilla what I was talking about, yeah. exa- exactly the moment you're talking about and he's just screaming at him and then that black rain starts to fall and yeah, yeah he lets out that laugh that to me was was probably my favorite like Godzilla moment in the movie was when he was just like Hey, I'll I'll be back next week to fuck you up again. You know, like, <laughs> all right, thanks, man. Yeah. Nice try, guys. But the black yeah. rain, exactly, like that big giant black cloud. Yeah. What What oh, about you guys, dude? Some of the sh- again, some of the camera work, and it's like, it. I don't know how he did it. Mm. Um, I don't know how the director, who also did the visual effects in this, wrote it, directed it, visual effects. Mm. I don't know how he was so able to. Ca- the CG is so good. Yeah. That it captures Godzilla's essence so well. Like when he shoots out his atomic breath in that third act fight, mm. and then you see it scarring his skin and burning off. I was like, God, that's such a good shot. Right. Like <laughs> attention to detail. Yeah. 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 It's just yeah. My, my favorite moment was the first time he did the breath where you saw the spikes pop up on his tail, up his back. And, and he then, does it underneath the boat, I think, the first time. Am I right? Sh- and then, yeah. Yep. And then the spikes come down and then it shoots. Like, that was so cool. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Carter? What do you think? Well, I, I again, I think uh, you know my my if I, if I was hard pressed to say what my favorite move, moment from the movie is, um, 
you know, it's it's probably the when they do the um, the demonstration of how what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, when they're sitting scene. around the conference room where they they breaks out um, the little the scale model of yeah. wooden Godzilla, <laughs> and and it's it's I was talking to a friend of mine and it's like oh shit it's Doc Brown he's Doc Brown he's got the <laughs> excuse me for the crudity of the model right yeah yeah it's okay Doc it's okay <laughs> I didn't have got time hair, to put it to scale glasses, yeah. right <laughs> and uh, and then and then he pointed out that he 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 looks the scientist guy looks a lot like. Um, uh, from Mighty Wind. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, uh, it's what's his name character? Um, uh, Eugene Levy's character. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot. I didn't think about that. Yeah. He's wild <laughs> hair, except for he didn't have like the beard or whatever. But yeah. Right. But it just had had. It was a really a nice, um, kind of coal, 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 coalescence of all the things you like about a Godzilla movie. Yeah. It's like. Even even the ones that are like you know I don't care about the characters. There's still a moment where they all kind of like get together mm-hmm. and kind of like there's competency porn. Yes, right. Where it's like <laughs> we're gonna figure this out. Like, oh, they're so gonna... logical, dude. I love plan. I love when they do planning scenes. I love that stuff. Yeah. Come yeah. on, you can't tell me you didn't like uh, you just this, on this very show. Tyler was talking about how much you love that scene in Jaws where they're talking about how to kill the shark. This is what yeah. this was. Oh, oh God, yeah. they're taking minutes. Oh God. Oh yeah, write it no. down. Write down the data. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that a model? Yeah. Oh man, demonstrate yeah. it. <laughs> Can I just say I think the whole plot to kill Godzilla in this movie was kind of hilarious to me. Like, we're just going to sink this thing that lives in water. But then it was like, no, no, no. All this pressure will kill it. And I'm like, do you think that you're going to sink the giant? And <laughs> It did work. It just didn't work. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and that's what was, was great about it was when, and, and this is back to my comment about the competency porn, where it's like, <laughs> he, give, he gives great. it the science, right? He goes, here's the math, and you go 1,500 tons per square inch. Mm. At this rate, at this, you know, and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that would be bad. That yeah. would be fucked up. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, if it doesn't work, then we raise them right away. And that's like also a good, like, hey, let's just. Yeah, and they're like, well, let's go demonstrate. And they're like, here's this, this di- inflatable dinghy that pops out. <laughs> and they're all like, it, it, and it was it was really just kind of neat, right? Yeah. It was, um, and then I will point out one thing, and I don't know if you noticed this, but. Uh. Did you notice the Top Gun thing? What part? Well, like the main character, it's he's he's Maverick, right? Mm, he does wear yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does wear that jacket like a lot through the movie. Well, he's a he pilot. Same hairstyle. Yep. Wow. You got the Tom Cruise haircut. He's he got does. the airplane. Think about he does that. the thing. It's take my breath away. I was you know, like, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but it, uh, it speaks. It just real quick. I know we're we're running late, but uh, oh, we got time. It speaks, just, a, yeah. a, a, a speaks about a lot about like the the, the and I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but the, the the person behind this movie yeah has said that you know it, he has his uh, the the the. The language of movies, the language mm. of cinema, is so deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it shows, right? You know, you talk about how well they did the things and how you know, they got all these. It's it's somebody who studied the the craft and has it understands it and has understands the language. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and is not bothered to like 
do anything else other than that vision, right? Yeah. And using those tools. And that's, you know, I think that um, if I'm going to give this thing a grade, mm. uh, and I've been thinking about this a lot, what, do, what am I going to call this? I'm calling this a very good movie. Yeah. Mm. And people say, what do you mean? It's, it's great. I'm like, yes, you can say it's great with, you know, but... And it's hard. It's a very good movie. It's uh, a movie that if you see it on TV mm. at any point where it's running, you'll stop and you'll watch the rest of it. Yes. And that's, there's, you know, I think that that's the difference between this and maybe some of the other efforts is it's a, it's, it's a good movie. Good. Like, like a good meal, right? Yes. You're yeah. satisfied by it. You're, you, 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 you are, comforted by it but you get some new things there's out of some it. fried shit but there's also veggies <laughs> right yeah um but yeah before, yeah yeah I, I i get nine out of ten nine and a half out of ten yeah. I, I take a point away from it because i i totally disagree with the the bringing back i didn't the very, I, I, didn't, I didn't like that in uh yeah. rico coming back i didn't like it either i did kind of takes it away a you know what that guy's been fucked with and like you know what let's he, he still had yeah. a, no, a he Kiro. Has. He still had a kid. Uh, a absolutely. But, Akiko, I mean, sorry. to me, like, bringing back the family, first of all, no, that wouldn't happen, especially the way what happened to her. No, no she she's dead. Survive, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I totally get why you guys don't really like it, but I did like it just because I, I knew when she got that telegram during the fight, I knew that it was, hey, she's okay. Yeah, How yeah. do I get word to Koichi that she's okay? Oh, yeah, you know. No. Right. I, um, I totally get it. Right. It's but it's, I, I it's, get why you don't like it yeah. either. Yeah. Well, and, and it's not that I don't. I or why it's, it. yeah. it's just I think that it it feels a lot like they did a test screening and they said. <laughs> yeah, it does hey, does feel like they had to reshoot. Yeah. Maybe. Or um, going back to Jaws as a comparison. So in in Peter Benchley's novel. Yeah. Hopper dies. Yeah. Hopper's killed by the shark. Yeah. And. And they follow that arc all the way through the movie, and then poof, he shows up at the very end. Yeah. And because they looked at the dailies, they did some test audience stuff, and they said, we didn't like that Hopper died. Yeah. And he comes back. And that feels a lot like that, where it's like, it, it doesn't, I wouldn't say cheapens it, but especially the... The, the you know, she should have been vapor. Right? It's a, it should have yeah. Been, well, well, she gets blown back, and then everything gets blown uh, uh, the other way because of how yeah. physics works with explosions. Mm -hmm. You you basically create a vacuum. Uh, that, you know, uh, quick aside, obviously, we're off panel, off topic. But when you see dudes, like, running 10 feet away from an explosion in a movie, and they jump, at, like, at the moment of explosion, and they're okay, that shit doesn't happen in real life. They're, those guys' lungs... And hearts are outside of their bodies because of the, the rush of air to Shock fill wave. that vacuum. When an explosion creates a vacuum in time space, the rush of air, everything around it just whoosh. Like, that's not, that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, uh, and uh, so yeah, just kind of uh, wrap that part of it. But uh, we are this week going to. We're going to start this. I thing don't know called, who agreed to this. What we're going to start this. <laughs> we're going to start doing uh, Die Hard December this uh, week, starting this week. Next next week, yeah. Right. Mm. But uh, we wanted to. Uh, Jake and I each want to watch a um, like a. Uh, 
man in the suit and miniatures um, Godzilla movie from that era and review it on Wednesday, um, which one do you think, which one would you recommend that we watch? Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the very first one with, with Raymond Burr or, or even the Japanese version of that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of a color one and maybe even a little cheesy like Son of Godzilla. <laughs> but what would you think? Um, well, you know, I, 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 there's so many choices, um, but I would say, yeah, I would say, uh, Godzilla versus smog monster. Good one. Um, would be a good choice because I think, um, and, and, and that would be one. And then, uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla is always a personal favorite. Okay. Um, because it incorporates, uh, a lot of things that I like about stuff, mm-hmm. um, specifically like the um, counterpart villain, which yeah. I think is one of my favorite tropes. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say those two maybe um, maybe destroy all monsters. I would. I like the idea of the smog monster because that was one of the ones that I I remember most when I, from a uh, when I was a kid, and I haven't seen it in a while. So I'm thinking we'll do that one. Um, but yeah, I do appreciate the recommendations and as always, always love to talk to you about Godzilla and stuff. We had those, for those of you who don't know, they used to have these gigantic plastic models of like Shogun warriors and stuff. And we had those and they would not be allowed today because you literally could probably give a kid a concussion with one of those uh, exploding fists from the Godzilla or, or, or poke, you could poke somebody's eye out with one of the missiles from the Shogun warrior, (laughs) but, uh, you know, spring loaded, like. Don't wear your safety glasses when you're playing with the toys, kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, Carter, thanks for joining us. Um, it's fun. Always fun to talk to you about stuff uh, like this because, again, you're kind of the expert for us. So glad you could join yeah, us. Yeah, no. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me. And, I, again, I think uh, it's, it's definitely a, a nine and a half, almost ten mm. It's it is a great movie. It's not uh, perfect. Fantastic job. Yeah, but it's close. Um, and but I, I think yeah, definitely. Um, if yeah, if you're taking a listen to this and you haven't had a chance to see it yet, go see it on the big screen. Yeah, support this uh, movie so we get more of mo- these kind of movies. Before you go, uh, Carter, uh, you told yeah. me something about the IMAX uh, screens. Can you repeat that for our audience? Because I thought that was really interesting. You were talking about well, that. Well, there. So, so there's there are some IMAX screens that are like I think twenty three feet tall. Okay, right. There's some real big ones out right. there, right? And they said, well, Godzilla in this movie is is about to. If you took two of these IMAX screens and stood them on, you know, like <laughs> stacked them, yeah, yeah, and how and, and you sit there and go, wow, that would have been horrifying, yeah, um, to see. But you know, I yeah. know here where we're at, they didn't have it on the IMAX because they, they were showing, I think, the Beyonce movie. Of course. That's uh, <laughs> But, you know, whatever. The spectacle. The hey, sheer spectacle. Hey, hey there's people Spectrum. out there. Bay and her concert. Hey, people enjoy <laughs> yeah, that I'm, stuff. That's true. Yeah, no, it's nothing against that. I think it was just... Yeah, yeah. Like you, you only have so many screens and... Yeah, bad timing. Yeah. Right. I will but say this, you, though. Yeah, get a chance to see it on the big screen. See it. Yep. Yeah. I am really excited to buy. I I, I want to buy this on 4K when it comes out and uh, watch it on my 4K TV because it's just a movie I, that I want to watch again. And I real quick to wrap it up to finalize this whole review, I am fucking over movie theaters. I'm done with them. 
I'm done with them. I'm serious. This movie, we, we saw this as a matinee. We saw this as a matinee on a Sunday 10, morning, 10, 10 a.m. We're going to be like, all right, let's get in. Let's watch it early. We could do the review early afternoon. We'll be fine. <laughs> so we go in, we sit down, we get in there, we get into the theater, I don't know, maybe a little bit before 940, 10. 9.45. We, we got our popcorn and everything. Yeah. We sit down. We saw every commercial twice. This yeah. movie did not start <laughs> until 10.40. And a oh, lot of God. these, re- oh, yeah. a lot of these commercials we had already seen, and then we got maybe three trailers, and then they threw an ad between a trailer, and I'm like, you bitch, just to make sure, because because <laughs> there was one commercial we hadn't seen twice, and they were like, oops, fuck that up. Here's that second one. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, we should have gone to Flix. We should have gone to Flix. Seriously, because they don't do that. They have different pre-movie stuff. Thirty and it's minutes. Inter- Flix is actually entertaining the way they. And it, for the Godzilla movie, so, might have been so. This really is cool. proof, Carter, that there's no such thing. It is uh, superhero <laughs> fatigue to cause these box office problems. It's these stupid fucking theaters that make it a oh, yeah. thirty minute wait before I can watch my damn movie. Yeah. I could turn on Disney Plus and it's who's, there. Who's the really excited yeah. lady who's talking about movies? Piper. Shut the hell up, Maria Menounos. Yeah, yeah. No, but you, <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about with like the bad hair or a pipe or oh, something. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you are way too excited about movies. And I know you're making like $1,000 a minute talking about this and good for you, but stop it. Just stop yeah. being so excited. Good God. All right. Anyway, that's it. I just wanted to go <laughs> off real on quick. that. I, real I, quick, I, Carter. Gonna, yeah. Real, two, two things real quick. I, I wanted to bring these up. Yeah. One, um, the guy who, the, the, the person behind this, right, but, desperately wants to make a Star Wars movie. I have seen that. I have seen that, yeah. Let him. Okay, so that's Do it. like, yes, give it to him and let, Do him, it. And let him run with it. Mm-hmm. Do it. And then, speaking of Star Wars, um, I, I wanted to bring up this comparison earlier where, where it's like, why aren't they doing this more with X? Right? Yes. And how, like, Andor oh, yes. got a lot of that kind of, like, conversation. And, and, and you kind of have to, like, temper that with if if every day was Black Friday, we would be millionaires, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like, and, and, but, but, and that's one thing. But the, the mistake I think some people, filmmakers make is, we'll just copy it. Yes. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't Look at you, you JJ. Yeah, you can still have all these things that that are quote unquote campy and goofy or whatever. But if you do it well, mm-hmm. if you do it well, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. matter what the theme is or the focus, you know, like all that stuff. We, yeah, you you do it good and people are gonna like it. It's all so about anyway, the story. Yeah. We got some JJ uh, JJ hate on this uh, podcast. I I absolutely abhor what he did to Star Wars, and uh, I, I make sure to mention about every couple of weeks. All right. Well, okay. uh, Carter, <laughs> thanks for joining the show. Thanks, Carter. Yeah. And have a we'll we'll have to watch the God, what, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. We'll talk about it off the air, but we'll, I like Smog Monster. But we'll talk about it. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll see if we can find. Uh, okay. It. But uh, thanks, thanks, Carter. Yep. Thank you, guys. What a what a what a ni- oh my, what you do? What a nice gentleman, huh? Yeah. Well, I grew up with him. Yeah, he taught me uh, manners and all that stuff and how to. Uh, I mean, I I was reading comic books before. I mean, I was really even aware of stuff. Um, I <clears throat> I can't think of a for who I am and what I like and what I love. I can't think of a better older brother that I could have had. You know what I mean? Like, not that I ever do. Like, man, I wonder if this guy. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't do that. But I mean, just so grateful to have that. And and not only that, but like anytime he's super. 
like he he is active about like hey i want to make your album covers which is awesome because i want him to so it's it's nice that i don't have to like you know hey can you do this He's like what do you need it's awesome awesome no, always awesome you know what merch at uh what is it tpublic.com slash user slash the amazing bird who fucked that up <laughs> Uh yeah, so <laughs> thanks. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Get a TV. Stop watching shit on Click your phone. Click the bell so uh, <laughs> you you know when uh, we make more videos because uh, we're we're getting we're getting closer. We're at 280 some subscribers. We're getting hot. We're getting smoking hot. <laughs> also, we're beta male cucks, according to people that said that no, we didn't soy like boys. So it's always good for you. <laughs> Oh, baby, love shopping with Jake and Tyler.